Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron at Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in. We're bringing you the latest medical news that you can use with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Thank you for making us the number one listen to internet radio health show here in Southwest Florida. We will get on with the show shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to hear the latest and greatest? Uh, Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for listening. With an attitude of gratitude, I always open this program because we all know that grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and their social relationships. So thank you very much. And today uh, we have a couple of subjects that we will be discussing here uh, concerning longevity and your colon. Uh, stay tuned for a, 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 a editorial that I'll give you on the FDA at the end of the show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've had some really great guests uh, as we're toward the end of the year. Don't forget December 6th, a great nutritionist will be on. I'll advertise her more uh, next week. She is fantastic with her own website our own newsletter, uh, and a, a professional speaker. So she will introduce herself on December 6th, and then we'll have her on again at the beginning of the year to help you with uh, your nutrition after the uh, holiday season. So next year we're going to have some interesting uh, programs, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about electromagnetic fields. We will talk about uh, uh, nutrition. We'll talk about uh energy in general and and again we'll have Mr. Kopko back talking about pollution and water since that is a really uh it's a field that nobody's paying a lot of attention to. Well let's uh as we say let's keep the Lord happy to start the program. And ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should de- you should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you, attorneys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we will start talking about glutathione, and we'll end up talking about the key to living longer. Well, every minute of the day, ladies and gentlemen, your body and your brain are under fire from toxic stress. I don't mean the stress of too many bills or a hectic schedule. No, the stress I'm talking about is stealth stress, and it's invisible. The kind you don't know is there. It comes from chemicals in foods, chemicals in drugs, heavy metals, pollutants in the air, water, household products, and Plenty of the little toxic insults. They all add up, ladies and gentlemen, setting the stage for illnesses and diseases that we think are avoidable as we age. Fortunately, your body has a secret weapon. In a very 
in a form that's a really potent antioxidant. It's called glutathione. I think you can think of glutathione as a shield that helps protect you from these unseen attacks. But it's, there is a little problem. As you start having more and more birthdays, as those birthdays pile up, your glutathione levels start going in the other direction, straight down. So you need an antioxidant insurance policy. And if you're thinking glutathione, you've heard it here before, right? Well, if you're thinking glutathione, you're absolutely right. Because it's an antioxidant workhorse that keeps your body running in top form. Now, there's been a study out of Oregon State University, and it confirms why there's no time like the present to get ahead of the aging curve and start beefing up your defenses. But this team found something else that's just as important where this amazing oxidant, antioxidant is concerned, a way to boost your glutathione levels so your tank isn't running on empty, no matter what your age is. It's no secret, ladies and gentlemen, that as we get older, we become more vulnerable to all kinds of bodily insults and injuries. Bouncing back from something is a much bigger deal when you're 70 than when you're 17, right? It's harder to bounce back. And that's exactly what the researchers confirmed in the laboratory when they stressed cells from younger animals versus older ones. They found that the younger cells lost smaller amounts of glutathione, and they had plenty left in the reserve in their tank to keep them alive and kicking. But the older cells, the level of antioxidant was drained to nearly dry, cutting their lifespan in half. In other words, low on glutathione equals speeding up of the aging process. There was a second part of the study where the Oregon researchers called for backup from an amino acid called N-acetylcysteine, N-A-C. And we'll hear more about that from the University of Copenhagen, N-A-C. Okay, we have mentioned this in, in the past, but not only does N-A-C boost the production and power of glutathione, it's also the go-to antidote for acetaminophen. That's Tylenol overdosing. It's used in emergency rooms around the world to prevent liver failure. And when researchers pre-treated those older cells with NAC, guess what? They doused them with toxic substances, and it was like the, a fort had been built around them. In much greater numbers, they survived and they thrived. You know, this study isn't the first good news we've heard about NAC and acetylcysteine. In a 15-year-old study, NAC was found to improve cognitive function in patients diagnosed with Alzheimer's. For many years, doctors have used NAC to dissolve the mucus that contributes to asthma, bronchitis, pneumonia, and sinusitis. NAC appears to significantly lower homocysteine levels. What does that mean? That means you have reduced artery plaque that causes heart disease and forms the basis of heart attacks and strokes. In 2013, researchers found NAC and acetylcysteine given with chemo might reduce the memory loss effects of chemo brain. So although NAC has a squeaky clean safety profile, it can possibly interfere with blood thinning medications. So if you're on a blood thinner, please talk to your physician before you take NAC. And while NAC is not found in foods, there are plenty of ways to get more glutathione in your diet. Cruciferous veggies, what are they? Cauliflower, broccoli, cabbage, kale, bok choy, and guess what? Horseradish, excellent sources of glutathione. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's see who's, uh, if we have, I think we have Dr. Jerry. Dr. Jerry, are you here today, sir? Yeah, I'm here. All right, let's see if Dr. Dr. Dan's on board or if he's out on on his boat. Dr. Dan? I, Ron, I made it one minute before the show, but I'm here. Well, I'm Good. glad you made it, and uh, I'll tell you a story about that off the air, about just making it. So, <laughs> Aren't you going to give us the 4-H? Hi, Dr. Jerry. How are you? Good, Dr. Dan. And, and how about the reviewing those 4-Hs again, uh, Dr. Ron? I forgot what they were. <laughs> Well, that's the 4-H club. Uh, we will be giving out pins. You'll get the first one, and the 4-H club is happy, 
healthy, horny, and high on life. I do like that third one. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, so that my opening remarks had to do with glutathione, and we're gonna we'll talk about glutathione and NAC uh, for the first uh, part of this program because uh, let me Dan, I'm gonna have to. Uh, uh, I lift your mic for a bit because we have an echo. I'll be back to you. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we talked about this this shield, these deflector shields, like a sci-fi movie, okay? So it seems like you're always on the verge of running out of, a, of these shields. So you don't want to leave your hero ship exposed to enemy missiles, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me uh, tell you about something. Each and every one of your cells has a deflector shield. And you sort of know where, it's, where I'm coming from with my opening uh, remarks. These deflector shields can warn, ward off attacks of oxidative stress. And this oxidative stress, it ages you on the inside. So just like the shields in the movies, the ones in your body can only take so many hits before they crumble. And they leave you exposed to oxidative stress. In other words, you're rust. But you can fight back. There's a way to energize your internal deflector shields and keep those muscles and missiles from striking. And it's a powerful antioxidant. And I guess after my opening remarks, you know what it is. I'm going to be talking about glutathione. Now, this experiment was on rats. The younger cells had higher levels of the stuff, which helped them fight off stress that was caused by exposure to toxins. In the, in the cells of the older rats, glutathione levels plunged and the cells died off rapidly. Now, I wouldn't be wasting your time here if this were just an issue for rats, but the same thing happens inside our own cells, which is why I want you to pay close attention to what happened next. As researchers raised the glutathione levels, the older cells actually got younger. Yes, sir. Let me read that again. As researchers raised glutathione levels, the older cells got younger. Glutathione, which helped provide energy to cells, powered up the shield so much that nothing was able to bust through. It worked so well that the older cells fought off toxic missiles of stress just as well as the younger ones. Okay, so if you're not into sci-fi, you'll love this because we're practically talking about time travel here. As old cells become younger, think about that. Old cells becoming younger. Now, there's always a catch. There's... I guess there's always a case, right? You can buy glutathione supplements, but most of them aren't worth a cent because they're so poorly absorbed. That's why in my opening remarks, I mentioned N-acetylcysteine or NAC. NAC supplements are inexpensive and widely available, and they can also boost the immune system to fight off colds, flus, and cells can convert NAC to what? Glutathione. Raising the levels rapidly so you can fight off the toxins. But you can cut out the middleman here because there is a form of glutathione available uh, that, can, that, that is readily absorbed. I'm not here to pr- promote any particular brand, but there is one called Citria, S-E-T-R-A. You can Google it. And uh, it is really powerful. But all, as always with your supplements, ladies and gentlemen, look for quality formulas from a maker you can trust. And I am a little biased, and I would say, please see if you can get them from a, an American manufacturer. So I'm going to ask that Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan to give us some com- uh, comments, and I'll, I will talk to you about a study from the University of Copenhagen Center for Healthy Aging and the American Institute of Health, which examined the effects of NAC. So we'll uh, we'll bring that 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 story to home, uh, close to home. So, Dr. Jerry, I know you have mentioned glutathione on a number of occasions uh, during the past year, and so I, I suspect you have some good experience with it. Yeah, it was interesting when my wife was undergoing uh, some chemo when she had her stage three ovarian cancer. Um, I found in the medical literature in peer-reviewed onco- oncologic journal that. When cisplatinine drugs are being used, which cause peripheral neuropathy, 
or a, a paresthesia or numbness of the hands and feet because the, the, the toxic chemo deadens or destroys the nerve endings. By taking glutathione, uh, it not only enhances the effect of the chemotherapy, but it also reduces by almost 80% the potential of causing peripheral neuropathy. And uh, you know, I brought that at, at, to the attention of the oncologist. These guys, they're not even aware. They don't even know that they don't know. Yeah. But it's in the medical literature. It's you know, peer-reviewed information, and it's very beneficial, especially people who opt to do the chemo. At least it can protect, you know, the your nerve endings. Exactly, and 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 in case you missed it in the beginning, it also protects against chemo brain, uh, the 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 just the uh, confusion and all that that happens after chemo with your brain. So it is a powerful antioxidant. Definitely decreases as we get older, and that's when we need it most. And that's why I am advising today that, you know, you look into supplementing your vitamin program with NAC. I, I think it's really important, uh, as we, we know, especially as we get also, older. Yeah, it's also interesting. We're finding in autistic children, <clears throat> a high percentage of them can't handle the glutathione. So you'll have to supply it in the NAC, which is the precursors. And, and they fare much better when that's given as opposed to glutathione. Right, that's, 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 good. that's really good information. Uh, and the other thing is I just want to try and bring home the point, uh, if, if, in case we miss it every week, is that I don't want our listeners to think of vitamins like drugs. You know, you, like you take drug A for drug, for disease A, you take drug B for disease B. I think we have to be smarter than that and know that we have to be holistic about it. And you just can't supplement one particular uh, agent to do something if your whole body isn't healthy. If you're, if you're drinking and smoking and now you're going to take NAC and you think you're going to be healthy, well, it doesn't work that way, ladies and gentlemen. You have to work at it. Okay? Dr. Dan? Have you ever tried NAC or uh, had any experience with it? Uh, no, not at all. But, um, of course, I have heard of glutathione being a, a very good uh, supplement, but I never heard about the NAC part of it, where the okay. glutathione is not absorbed uh, properly and you should take NAC. No, I haven't. Okay. Well, well so let, let, you, me just, me. let me just finish this this. this segment off. I had three articles that, that were really, I thought, uh, interesting. And the last one that I read two so far, the third one is from the University of Copenhagen. I mean, they, they do a lot of research there. In fact, my son-in-law uh, is researching diabetes there. Uh, so they, they do a lot of research. They publish a lot. And I, I'm, I should really talk about publishing, too, because uh, uh, that's a whole new issue. But they studied at uh, Copenhagen the effects of an illness called ataxia telegiectasia, AT. It's a neurodegenerative illness. It hinders DNA repairs, leads to symptoms that are typically associated with early aging. Okay? Um, so what happened? They added NAD. And what happened was found to delay the aging process of the cells and halt mitochondrial damage. It extended the subject's lives for both uh, mice, worms, and humans, according to the researchers. The study has major implications for human aging and links two leading theories, DNA damage accumulation and mitochondrial dysfunction. According to researchers, the study has major implications. Okay, and, Latin, and it links these these two theories. This is based on the universal nature of the cell repair mechanisms, which are found in all living organisms. The findings uncover a major player in the aging process. You know what you know what that is now. We know from previous studies that a drop in the levels of NAD, N-acetylcysteine, results in metabolism errors, neurodegeneration, and aging. But the underlying mechanisms were unclear, said Dr. Bohr. He says his new study stresses that this substance plays a main role in maintaining the health 
of the cell's power stations. That's the mitochondrial and their capacity for repairing genes. According to these researchers, this new understanding could be a step toward the goal of life extension and the postponing of physical aging with the potential to one day prevent neurodegenerative diseases. And ladies and gentlemen, neurodegenerative diseases not only include dementia and Alzheimer's, but they include a disease that we're seeing more and more of these days, and that's Parkinson's disease. So is, is any of this new to you, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan? Dr. Jerry? Well, I know the glutathione is um, reduced by mercury toxicity, especially with uh, you know the coal-burning plants from Asia dumping into the waters and getting it into the fish. Um, but the glutathione is, is very powerful uh, for chelating heavy metals because it has a sulfur-bearing amino acid, methionine in it, which grabs onto the heavy, you know, mercury, the other heavy metals. Uh, the other interesting thing, it's also uh, essential for the eye health. Uh, your, your lens of the eye has a high concentration of glutathione. And uh, it helps prevent, you know, like you said, aging. So what do you talk about is um, issues with the uh, cataract, you know, any other deformities of the lens. It's, it's, hmm. The lens is 3,000 cells thick. And, you know, lacking this important uh, antioxidant ages the, the actual lens itself. On, the, on another note with the um, mental issues, the Parkinson's, I just had several patients in in the last few days with diagnoses of Parkinson's, and uh, what I'm finding so far, the one patient had uh, Lyme disease in her brain, uh, which can affect you know motor and sensory, uh, you know function plus cognitive function, and another woman had the cytomegalovirus, but she also had what they call uh, um, Huntington's chorea, which is a severe neurological problem. She also had uh, some Lyme issues. So I'm finding CMV and Lyme in the brain uh, more frequently in these neurological problems. And if you don't diagnose it, you just spin in your wheels. But glutathione would be one of the key components in dealing with this issue. So so just just to finish off that issue, though, so how – what what kind of comprehensive program would you use if you found that and, and, and you did find it in your in your patients? Well, I basically test energetically because each vitamin formula has its own energy field, and um, so there, like we have four different manufacturers of uh, glutathione, and I literally test each supplement against the patient's energy field to get the best one for them. Uh, so it's really important, and then also dosage. Uh, again, you have to be careful because uh, you can't use standard protocol and use the same dosage for everybody. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about glutathione as a master antioxidant and NAC and acetylcysteine to help your mitochondria. And you, you probably don't know a lot about mitochondria, and we're going to have to do a program to educate you, but they are the power cells of our body. And there are actually some children born with mitochondrial dysfunction that never develop properly. Uh, but, they, you know, just for now, they are the power cells. And I don't have another way to explain it. Do you, Dr. Jerry? Yeah, they're like little Idaho potatoes in, in each of the cells. And, you know, <laughs> that's the best description I can give. And uh, they basically, you know, produce the uh, ATP or denosine triphosphate, which powers hours the rest of the cell. Um, glutathione is, again, uh, present in, in uh, avocado. Uh, in fact, I had that for my for lunch as part of my uh, diet there. Uh, glutathione, it, you know, comes from the natural source. And, uh, you know, whenever possible, I try to get it in the food source. But unfortunately, the soils are so darn deplete today that the even the organically grown food is deficient. You know what, and that, that brings me to a so – I'm not going to talk about it today, but I read something today that just – I read two things today that upset me. I'll tell you about the first one right now, and it's glyphosate, right, that Roundup. Yeah, glyphosate, been, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, where, you know where they just found it? In honey. I mean, well, even yeah, organic it honey. Well, yeah, it spreads to the pollen. Yeah, but isn't that – I mean, what are we doing to ourselves I mean, it's, just, it's so depressing. Well, the key is, um, you know, by thinking positive, uh, believe it or not, you can help negate 
the deleterious effects. You know what's interesting? Uh, Tesla, he was one of the geniuses of, of all-time civilizations. I mean, uh, the guy was unbelievable. He he devised a plate. It's called purple plate. It's uh, anodized aluminum. And it has a frequency of the color that's embedded into the aluminum plate. So I, mean, I bought one years ago. It's like a 12-inch by 12-inch plate. And when I bring my groceries home from the market, I put the whole bag of groceries on top of the plate for 15 minutes. The energetic field from the the purple will neutralize the chemical toxicity in the food. Mm. It's crazy, but uh, wow. this is reality. Yeah, I mean, uh, and and that, that's something that I would say 99% of our listeners have no idea of, of energy, even though we've talked about EMF and, and radio frequencies and Tesla effect. Uh, if they do hear about it, they think it's still uh, Dick Tracy type of stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not. It is real. It is real. We are being bombarded every day with this invisible toxin that uh, is all around us. Uh, well, you know, the interesting point you, you mentioned about some of the children, you know, born with defective mitochondria and all. And, you know, just as an educated guess, I would have to say that because newborn babies have thousands of chemicals in their blood, that this is what's causing the deformities in the new, uh, mitochondria. And, and even missing organs like children born with one kidney, yeah. it has to be the chemical and heavy metal toxicity in the blood during the fetal development that's preventing the expression of the organs or white blood cells or mitochondria. Yeah, we we talked about glyphosate, but I could I could just as well substitute atrazine that they're right. finding all over the place and in in children and they they and I I had an article in fact here it is here in the UK the incidence of childhood leukemia is up by twenty percent in one generation in Canada the prevalence of asthma is increased by four hundred percent one in ten children there in the U.S. childhood cancers have seen similar rises of childhood leukemia, autism spectrum disorders have increased by 600%. In the Netherlands, Rotterdam has seen 400% increase in genital birth defects. Well, Between, you know, it was, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Thought, I mean, okay, yeah. this, this thought was that obesity and juvenile diabetes has also skyrocketed with a high sugar diet. And there's every reason to suspect EDC. Now, we're going to talk about EMF, now EDC, endocrine-disrupting chemicals, which enter our system how? Processed foods. So, I'm sorry, well, Jerry, go ahead. Yeah, Finish I was just book. going to you know, mention to you about that factor. Uh, you know, you look at um, vaccines, for example. One of the adjuvants that they're using in there is polysorbital 80. Well, you know, and the information on uh, emulsifants used in foods, they use polysorbital 80. It's lunacy. You know, they're injecting it into the kids. You're getting it in your mayonnaise and your other, you know, peanut butter or whatever the heck they want to make it smoother and, and silkier. Uh, you know, and we're getting it from the chemtrails. We're getting it from the chemicals in the environment. And, and that's why these kids have allergies and, uh, you know, attention deficit problems and you name it, uh, you know, skin problems and cancers and all. It's it's just build up of poisons that are just destroying the immune system. And then another another disease of our listeners, even though they're here and they they know what we're saying, they probably don't believe in leaky gut. But ladies and gentlemen, it is real. And uh, you know, you you really should do more study into it because these chemicals. That's how they get in. Your body is. If everything was was normal, if you had a good, wholesome diet, and I would agree with Dr. Jerry, wholesome, positive thinking, uh, your body wouldn't let these poisons in. But with having uh, everything negative around us, these poisons get right into our system. And uh, we're going to talk about leaky gut December 6th, ladies and gentlemen. But it is a real entity. Uh, your, Your drugs open up these pores and allow things get to get in our systems that shouldn't be there. So, well, uh, one of the quick ways you can help, you know, avoid it, just stay away from the genetically modified uh, foods such as, you know, soy and the corn and the, and the wheat. I mean, those three major items, uh, 
you know, wreaking havoc with the uh, leaky gut. Absolutely right. And 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 on to this point because I will. I don't want to save everything for next year, but a large Danish study now supports the theory that a neurodegenerative disease called Parkinson's disease may begin in the GI tract and spread through the vagus nerve. That's the longest nerve, I think, in the body to the brain. Researchers found that patients who had the entire vagus nerve severed did not get Parkinson's disease. So, you know, we talk about the microbiome. We talk about the good bacteria in our gut. It's important, ladies and gentlemen. It's imp- very, very important. Well, you know, it's interesting so, that you mentioned that fact, Dr. Ron. Uh, back in the 60s in Sweden, they did studies where they put mercury fillings into uh, dogs' teeth, and unfortunately, you know, they sacrificed the dogs. But what they found was that the mercury traversed the nerve and was in the brains in the brainstem in, in 24 hours, and it was in the pituitary gland in 48 hours. So the bottom line is these chemicals, these viruses, are traveling through the vagus nerve, these other nerves, into the brain, into other organs. And and uh, I think this is an untapped frontier in medicine of viruses and these other pathogens in the brain and nervous system that they're not even looking for. Yeah, well, we're trying to bring this information to you, ladies and gentlemen, every Tuesday at 4 o'clock, and it is a work of love. Uh, we we spend some time putting these things together for you, uh, you know, and uh, I would appreciate it if you would go to Block Talk Radio and, and click on the follow sign. If you go there, at, uh, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. We have, uh, we're on Facebook, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. To like us on Facebook, look for the post. Uh, you'll see Dr. Jerry posting there too, but because we friended each other. Um, and we do have an email, docronradio, D O C R radio at gmail.com. You may have uh, about future programming or, or compliments, good or bad, about the uh, shows you are hearing at the present time. So let's take a, a one-minute break for uh, son number one and his ad is running here in Southwest Florida on the cryo. Dr. Ron is a chiropractor and a board-certified chiropractic neurologist and a certified functional medicine from the Kalish Institute. Uh, and we'll have Dr. Dan Kalish, Kalish on next year. He uh, is now bringing his functional medicine program to the Mayo Clinic. So finally, maybe, maybe people are starting to see the light. And Dr. Kalis has been on the, our program uh, a year ago. He's really a brilliant partner. He has instituted many books. I think you will. Enjoy. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron. Well, Dr. Jerry, let me... Uh, let me read you something, and I know you, you'll recognize it. According to Guyton, uh, he was a, a physiologist. I actually used his textbook when I was in medical school, and Harrison and Spees and others. One of the symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency is severe constipation. This comes from the clinical nutritionist, and, and I really believe you and I have to get together and start bringing this out again because Dr. Royal Lee was so far ahead of his time. You just don't hear about that anymore. Kind you know, of common problems. Yeah, just let me interject real quickly. People are taking um, diuretics, okay, the medications for fluid. 
it flushes out B1 in addition to the potassium, and these doctors have no clue about that. They don't. All right, and and, and you know what? What's the concoction? I'm just reading now. This isn't my. This isn't my. Uh, I didn't write this. Doctor Lee did. Concomitant problems from B1 deficiency include indigestion, loss of appetite for natural foods, gastric atony, which means your your stomach gets gets lazy, hypochloridria, smooth muscle failure of the overall GI tract. B1 deficiency is caused by, well, whatever. But, I mean, here he, he, he has defined what we see a lot in all of, uh, I mean, you talk to 100 people, 80 of them have problems with the GI tract. And they're given these proton pump inhibitors to decrease their acid when they already are deficient in acid. So what are we doing? Why, why is, aren't these biochemical facts known to everybody? It's just mind-blowing, absolutely and I'll take well, I didn't make a copy of it, I don't think, but you know the 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 uh, heart association, the American Medical Association, they came out with something of statin recommendations for everybody. I mean, it's just crazy, absolutely crazy, you know like we're we're born with a statin deficiency. Well, I'll get into this when I see who, who was paid off by Novartis and uh, Merck and Sanofi to, to write this article. But, I mean, that's the headline of an article that just I had to put duct tape on my head so it wouldn't blow off uh, about the finalizing recommendations for statins. So we don't have enough cataracts. We don't have enough diabetes. We don't have uh, enough Parkinson's disease. We don't have enough dementia. Now we want to give it to everybody from birth on uh, forward so they can be uh, continue to consume drugs. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, mind-boggling. Well, Dr. Ron, another crazy thing is I have a patient from Manhattan who's a gastroenterologist, and I asked her, what's one of your main problems that you're dealing with? She said, lack of motility of the stomach. And I said, well, that's easy to handle, you know, with the natural B vitamin. She said, my patients want drugs because that's what's covered by the insurance policy. Hmm. And, but, and, and the drug that they're using, I can't remember the exact name, but she said it has a black box on it, and it's known to cause Parkinson's disease. And even if you stop the medication, you still have the Parkinson's symptoms. Isn't that crazy? Uh, I, I tell you, it, it, it really can give me a migraine, and I don't get migraines. It is absolutely crazy. Oh, geez. I, I, well, I'm, on a personal note, before we get into food additives, I, I had a crown come off and I uh, sprayed it with GANS before they put it back on. So I should be really in good shape now. Yeah, your tooth's going to levitate now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know, you tell, you tell even your friends about GANS and they, have, they just cannot absorb, absorb or appreciate the concept. Not at all. It's really, I, it, it's frustrating, but I say, well, so be it. They're not ready for it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's an additive that's used in everything from dill pickles to ice cream, and I'm going to bring you the great news now. It's linked to colon cancer, right? Emulsifiers are added to most processed foods to improve food texture, and they also extend shelf life. But guess what? It throws off healthy levels of intestinal bacteria. And what does that do? That triggers chronic low-level inflammation. And what does that do? That promotes colorectal cancer. Okay? This is just, the, this is just one study now, ladies and gentlemen. But, boy, it sure makes sense. To be clear, these scientists identify the potential uh, cancer-promoting effects in animals. But the way I see it, it's best to stay clear of these ingredients as various other studies suggest that they impact the gut. The findings come on the heels of another gut breakthrough where researchers found that funguses may trigger Crohn's disease. I wonder if fungus is singular or plural. I think it would be fungi. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I'd throw that in there. I know you'd have something. Clearly, the microbiome (laughs) greatly influences our disease risk. And that's why I make gut health 
it's really it's really important to my my personal health, and it's, and that's why we're going to have a nutritionist talk about leaky gut syndrome. So, the food additive and colon cancer connection, as we say, Hippocrates is famous for declaring what the food is medicine. I think Dr. Dan will agree with that. But his quote came long before the creation of lab-derived ingredients and processed foods. So here's another example of how ingredients we often overlook can spell disaster for our health. And now, a recent food additive and colon cancer study was done at Georgia State University Institute for Biomedical Sciences. And it found, now I'm talking about animals now, that mice that regularly consume dietary emulsifiers experience exacerbated tumor development. And that, uh, even though it was done in mice, that uh, study uh, appeared in cancer research, okay? So consumer emulsifiers drastically change the composition of the gut microflora in a matter that made it pro-inflammatory, and as we said, created a niche for favoring cancer development. So if you're eating processed food and they contain emulsifiers and you do that on a daily basis, it appears we're inducing chronic low-level inflammation. And what has Dr. Jerry and, and Dr. Ron been telling you? Since inflammation is the root of most diseases, this is a major finding, ladies and gentlemen, and colorectal cancer is now the fourth leading cause of cancer-related deaths in the world, across the globe. So we're learning more and more about it, but we have to keep our gut healthy. We have to keep this low-grade inflammation. And it's really that low-grade inflammation is a condition more prevalent than inflammatory bowel diseases, and it triggers things like Crohn's disease. I mean, it's all associated with this change in the, in the microflora of our gut. The incidence of colorectal cancer has been markedly increasing since the mid-20th century, a key feature of this disease is the presence of altered intestinal microbiota that creates a favorable niche for tumor genesis. That's Dr. I can't, I don't know if I can spell his name right. Emil Vienos, V-I-E-N-N-O-I-S. Okay, so we'll, we'll take a little closer look at the uh, additives. Dr. Jerry, isn't that, isn't that incredibly crazy? Well, yeah. I mean, you couple that with the chlorine, the fluorine, the bromine, which suppresses your thyroid. That causes systemic inflammation. When you have systemic inflammation, you get atherosclerosis, the building up of the plaque in the blood vessels. And then you throw in all these emulsifiers. And, you know, that's why people are so sick today. Yeah. And now they're, they're raping the, the poor citizens. My housekeeper just told me with Obamacare, she got a great deal, her her uh, premium doubled and her deductible was $6,000. I said, you're better off paying the penalty and not even doing the insurance. But this is the joke of it all. You know, people get sick and then they go to a doctor that throws more drugs into them. You know, they're not, they don't get enough in their food, right? With the pesticides and the chemicals and the chemtrail spraying. It's just, it's off the wall crazy. Yeah, it's still sickness insurance. It's still you only only pays when you get sick, and it doesn't pay for things that keep you healthy. You, 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 that, you know, that's like you talked about in the beginning of the program. And they made headlines too, as emulsifiers, and I think you alluded to it. The study that I that I'm talking about showed a link between those two ingredients and obesity and metabolic syndrome. And they say it's possible the polysorbates and emulsifiers act like detergents and they disrupt the mucus layer that lines your gut. Yeah. And like I said, it's it's in the vaccines. So you take a newborn baby, two days old, and you're injecting this poison into them. I mean, they don't have a chance. I mean, today, if a kid's normal, he's a freak. Yeah, it is the exception, and, and and I'm sorry to say, ladies and gentlemen, pediatricians are no more than vaccine injectors. Uh, you know, you you don't go to your pediatrician. Your well baby exam is are, are are you up to date on your 120 vaccines? No, not on your general health, and not 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 knowing anything about polysorbate 80 or any of the emulsifiers or anything to do with health or the aluminum or the glyphosate that's in childhood vaccines. They know nothing about it. Glyphosate, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. 
Well, let me tell you something about your knees that maybe you never heard about before. Remember the knee bones connected to the thigh bone? Well, that's not the whole story. Turns out your knees may have something to do with a totally different part of your body. And you're probably sitting on it right now like I am because new research is showing how what's good for one is great for the other. And if you're taking one of the most common natural supplements for knee pain, and if you're among the millions who rely on the duo uh, of glucosamine and chondroitin for a little arthritis relief, you might be getting an incredible bonus. You could have a lower risk of this deadly cancer, right? Colorectal cancer. 50,000 men and women alike every year die from it. Mostly older people. It kills more women than breast cancer. No, I wonder how many people really know that. Twice as many men as prostate cancer. How many of you know that? But if you're taking glucosamine and chondroitin, your risk of colon cancer plunges by 23%. This is a study in the International Journal of Cancer, a recognized journal, ladies and gentlemen. And on the face of it, this might not seem uh, to make a lot of sense, right? Glucosamine and chondroitin, well, they are used to rebuild the inner parts of your joints, helping to stop the cartilage from rotting away. Or in some, some, some cases, the veterinarians tell me they can do this stuff that actually regrows so that your knees are cushioned against the grinding pain of arthritis. Well, you don't have any cartilage in your colon. That's a given. But this duo does something else. It slashes inflammation. And what do we say about inflammation? That helps ease the pain in your knees, and that is probably what helps to block the growth of colon cancer since tumors feed on inflammation. So it makes sense, right? Because the natural anti-inflammatories also cut the risk of killer diseases. And one of the ones that Dr. Jerry has also talked about is ginger, right? It's a delicious inflammation fighter. Ginger supplements aren't all that popular, but glucosamine and chondroitin are used daily. I would say by millions of people probably. And if that cuts the risk of a killer disease in seniors, that to me is excellent news. Uh, but I, I have a little disagreement, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I wouldn't just rely on glucosamine and chondroitin because of my training and whatever. I think a reliable way to save your rear end is to get a colonoscopy. I mean, a lot of cancer screenings, I'll admit, are BS, but not, in my opinion, the colonoscopy is not one of them. It's, it's a twofer, okay? You buy one, get one. It not only screens for cancer, but it plucks out any potential dangerous polyps at the same time. So I would put uh, would not put off getting a colonoscopy. And before you get on the horn to make your appointment, there's something you need to know. The success or failure of the procedure depends on everything from the doctor who does it to the time of day of your of appointment. You've got to make sure that these uh, these instruments are clean with ethylene oxide, you, you should try for a morning appointment. So that is my take on colon cancer, emulsifiers, glucosamine, and we'll see what Dr. Jerry is, and we'll get Dr. Dan back on the horn. Well, it's real simple. You look at your primitive tribes that have a high-fiber diet, and they're having at least three bowel movements a day. Colon cancer is not in their vocabulary. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and we, you know, Doctor, I was reading this clinical nutritionist today prior to the program, and, and Dr. Royal Lee it talks about stool samples and how they should look and how often and whatever. He's so far ahead of his time, just what, and just what you just said. So I had a friend of mine uh, had a pack with his wife, and he said, whoever dies first comes back and tell them how it is uh, wherever they are. So the man dies first and uh, about... A month later, he comes back, and uh, his wife says, well, where are you? He said, I'm in heaven. He says, they have the most spectacular golf courses. No chemistry, no chemicals in, the, in, in this turf. Everything is perfect. There's no weeds. Uh, no tea times are necessary. You walk 18 holes. Everything is perfect. He said, you and that stinking fiber, I could have been up here five years ago. <laughs> 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 so, Doctor Dan, anything yeah. anything ring the bell for you? Yeah, the, the uh, it's always going through my mind, and I want I wanted to ask uh, 
you and Dr. Jerry what your opinions are on uh, the colonoscopies according to age, just like the PSA now. They don't recommend it uh, in very old age, <laughs> where I'm getting right now. And um, um, do you recommend a colonoscopy uh, into your later years if you've had one, let's say, five years before or ten years before and it, and it was normal, or are the possible side effects of, of uh, perforating a bowel or some other uh, uh, problems not, make it not worth it. What do you think about that? Well, my opinion on colonoscopies, the only one that's going to put a periscope up my rectum is a U-boat commander. <laughs> so, so you- I, I mean, personally, I mean, I eat... I take a lot of natural food-based supplements. I have minimum of three bowel movements a day, and you know that's normal. People, you know, have a bowel movement once a week. They think that's normal. Uh, they're trying wow, to save be- toilet paper, I think. But the the key is, um, if you're having at least three bowel movements a day, getting a lot of fiber, um, nothing to worry about. How about one good one a day? <laughs> well. I guess it depends I, on the fiber and the and and so forth. But uh, I I personally have uh, come across some cases where perforations occurred and it 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 has caused death or almost caused death in some people. One was a family member, and he was a, as I believe in his middle or late seventies. So that's what I'm concerned about as the tissues become more friable with the colonoscopy. I guess yeah, there's a definite potential that? risk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, again, that's why I had the caveat at the end of that last piece that I put together. You must pick your doctor and pick your time of day. Uh, you have to know who you're dealing with. And look, there's always risk. There's risk when you walk out of your house in the morning. But my opinion is the colonoscopy is one of the one of the cancer screenings that actually produce results and can prevent a problem, especially when you realize that it kills more people than prostate, more men than prostate cancer. To me, that's, a, that's an astounding a statistic. And the PSA, the inventor of the PSA said he should never have invented that test. So uh, that's another story and uh, another hope, probably a week of programs. But my, my opinion is a little bit different than Jerry because I was in the Army, not the Navy. Uh, so I don't have to worry about a periscope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still like, you know, the guy that went to uh, the proctologist and he was getting an examination and he said to the doctor, he says, doctor, it feels like you have two fingers up my rectum. He says, I do. I'm giving you a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the gynecologist um, said, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can we can talk about this forever, but you get the idea, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, sometimes you can get too much information, uh, but we have to talk about reducing chemical exposure because it could save Americans hundreds of billions of dollars, in my opinion, a year in health costs. So chemicals are uh, in our lives; they are disrupting our hormones, disrupting a, a subject I know that's close to Dr. Jerry's heart, the thyroid. And a low thyroid can cause all the symptoms we're seeing with cholesterol. And cholesterol is a made-up disease, ladies and gentlemen. It's a lab study. It's a chemical study. They made it into a disease to sell drugs. So the chemicals are, are the real issue here. And and the other thing is stress. Uh, you, you you can't discount that as part of your lifestyle. I can, Jerry, I just can't believe, Dr. Jerry, how the time is just flying by today. Uh, yeah, and it was interesting. I just had a... A patient at the end of the day here before the show, and for years she'd been running to this integrative, you know, medical doctor, and you know, just chasing her tail with all kinds of chronic infections and not feeling well. And I kept telling her, I said, "Didn't he ever check for thyroid?" And so I said, "Look, do me, do yourself a favor. It costs you nothing. Ten days in a row, take your armpit temperature, and let's see what the number is. Let's have a baseline." So sure enough, she came in with her sheet of paper. And her average was, you know, 97.1. I said, there's your there's your answer. I said, mm. anytime patient has chronic infections that are not, you know, resolving quickly and constipation and thinning of the hair and palpitations of the heart, allergies, you know, digestion problems, nail problems, brittle nails, uh, 
you, you got to think of thyroid. And she says, now I see why you were pushing me all these years. I said, well, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to do the best for you. Yeah, and you and you did. You, you're saving her life. Uh, Absolutely. By even, yeah, yeah, because it affects every – I mean, you and I are both uh, Broda Barnes uh, 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 students. Yeah. and. I mean, everything, cancer. I mean, he, he, just read his book, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Broda Barnes. I mean, it, it, the thyroid is involved in almost every symptom, of your, every part of your body. Yeah. And then, and when you do the chemo, the darn chemo kills the thyroid. It kills the adrenals, kills, kills the liver, everything in the brain. And then they wonder why you're depressed, you're anxious, and, and you go down the toilet very quickly when you do chemo. It, it's a rare bird that survives. In fact, statistically, yeah. it's 2 to 3% successful. Well, if if they were honest in the death certificates, they wouldn't put down pneumonia as a cause of death. They would have put it was down due to the chemo or you know that the person was receiving. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, let's just finish off by saying the we're, we will do more uh, programs so you uh, can realize the toxic effect of especially BPA that's in plastics. Okay, it's linked to everything from thyroid prostate cancers, breast cancers, polycystic ovaries, early puberty. And it is just one of probably a thousand or so chemical mixtures that tinker with our bodies every day. So I'm going to uh, just just mention a few things about endocrine-disrupting chemicals since we mentioned that at the beginning of the program. Then I want to talk to you a little bit about the FDA, and then we'll have our closing statement. Huh, sound like a lawyer. Endocrine disrupting chemicals are phthalates or triclosan. And you know, only Minnesota has banned triclosan. And even compounds that we've talked about in the fish that you should never eat are among 85,000 plus manufactured chemicals in use in the United States. They're found in everyday products and throughout the environment. And the last 25 years of research have implicated endocrine disruptors in health problems, including male reproductive disorders, premature death, obesity, diabetes, neurological impacts, breast cancer, endometriosis, female and reproductive disorders, immune disorders, liver cancer, osteoporosis, Parkinson's symptoms, not the disease, but at least Parkinson's symptoms, prostate cancer, and well, we just talked about thyroid disorders. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you can't pronounce it and, you, and it looks crazy, you probably shouldn't be eating it. You should try and eat as normal as possible, okay? I mean, as, as natural as possible. And the European uh, – let's see what this – I had a note to myself. Let's see if I can understand it. No, I can't read it. Anyway, they, uh, we, we spend about $340 billion uh, on annual health care costs related to hormone-disrupting chemicals. The EU spends about $217 billion. Of course, I think there's less people there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, with endocrine-disrupting chemicals and thyroid, and we probably should spend more time on thyroid next year. Uh, and just so we you hammer it into your head so you, so you know what, what we're talking about. It's uh, it's awful, and then and uh, I just want to say something that Ronald Reagan said that I just read. He said, "Politics is the second oldest profession, and I have learned that it bears a striking resemblance to the first." (laughs) 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 That was our good friend Ronald Reagan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's see. I had something that I wanted to talk to you about, about the FDA, and then we'll talk to Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Um, We're going to be changing the guard in Washington, but that doesn't mean we can let our guard down. Uh, Those of us who like to talk natural, that's because there's a stranglehold, a stranglehold by the big pharmaceutical companies on the FDA. If you ever wondered how the FDA managed to get away with some of its dealings, you have to know that the agency is the largest and most powerful of all our regulatory bodies. It can stop commerce in its tracks, swoop down and confiscate practically anything it wants, and should the FDA want even more power, why it just reaches out and takes it. And it, it counts among its best friends 
none other than the drug companies that we're told that it regulates. Actually, partners in crime, ladies and gentlemen. Over the decades, some brave FDA employees have tried to sound the alarm about how this cozy agency is with the drug makers and how it puts Americans in danger. But any FDA employee who tries to warn us about this powerful bureaucracy uh, is probably treated worse than a criminal. The man who said that was FDA scientist Dr. Leo Lutwak. Dr. Lutwak was part of a group of agency employees who tried to stop the approval of Resulin, a drug for type 2 diabetes, back in 1997. The scientists at the agency said the drug was just too dangerous, and it was obvious it would kill if it was approved. And it was, and it did. By the time Resulin was taken off the market, close to 400 people were dead because of it, and in an all-often case of politics over science, it was later revealed that a top FDA official said he would ease out any employee who tempted to reveal their doubts about the drug safety studies. So a little over 16 years ago, the same story repeated itself with a medication for IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and that was called Lotronex. Dedicated scientists tried to avail, tried to no avail to stop its approval, but the next year, GlaxoSmithKline was forced to yank it off the market after it caused horrific side effects, including severe bowel and colon damage and several deaths. But soon after, the FDA tuned up with uh, GlaxoSmithKline to bring Lotronex back, even going so far as to devote a department in the agency with staff so the drug maker could answer media questions. The editor of The Lancet called the episode one of the uh, one that reveals how the FDA cert is a servant of the industry. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Lancet, the Lancet, is a well-respected, highly-rated medical journal, and on the on the same level as the New England Journal of Medicine. So there are similar stories, but what they would all reveal is that it doesn't matter whether our president is a Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, or anything in between. The FDA still, at this point, is writing its own ticket, and its powers not only extend to drugs, but bottled water, foods, food additives, infant formulas, dietary supplements, vaccines, medical devices, microwave ovens, sun lamps, cosmetics, pet foods, livestock. On and on and on. And on top of that, decades ago, the agency, to the, light of the, to the delight of the pharmaceutical companies, took over control of drug advertising from the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. Drug makers also lobbied heavily for a bill to grant FDA expanded powers of ex- inspection. That alone tells us a lot about the agency's cozy relationship with the industry. And lastly... But certainly not leastly, the FDA has been trying to control our dietary supplements. And if not for the protests of outraged Americans, it would have succeeded years ago. The bottom line, that's almost like a, 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 news, a newsletter I used to get. The bottom line is the FDA's unofficial partnership with the pharmaceutical company makes this legal drug cartel still as a big a threat as ever. So please, we're going to try and keep you uh, informed here on Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and bring you this type of news. But please, ladies and gentlemen, uh, keep your eyes out. Uh, if you get a chance where you can vote naturally and vote for your supplements, please do. And with that, I'm going to ask Dr. Uh, Dan, any, any, any closing words for our, our, our listeners, Dr. Dan? Please, everyone, get your thyroid checked, especially uh, if you're uh, getting a little older, uh, especially women who have more uh, hypothyroidism than men do, because I've been through exactly what uh, Dr. Jerry was saying in my family, all those symptoms, including the low body temperature around 97.1. So you're absolutely correct about that, and so many other things follow from the hypothyroidism, the hair falling out and so forth and so on. So don't forget your thyroids. If your doctor doesn't want to do it, tell him. Do it. And, you're and all, you need to do, all you need to do is check your body temperature. You don't really need the test. Right, Dr. Jerry? Absolutely. It costs you nothing. But you also yeah, it costs you nothing. But you need someone to prescribe the medication to. But then you've got to find the doctor that will, you know, 
cooperate with you. And, and if you're right. not going to want to fire them, that's all. And also, right. I go along with the natural, the uh, you know the uh, natural and the compounded and so forth with the thyroid, thyroid hormones, the armor type. But uh, that's my opinion. Well, so, thank you, Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry. Welcome. It's been a pleasure as always. And uh, next week, yeah. next week we will have a potpourri of a of a show. I think we okay. will start off with with thyroid because the. That seems to generate a lot of interest in our listeners uh, because there's everyone is bombarded with the cholesterol and gaining weight and hair loss and whatever. We'll start off with thyroid next week, uh, and then uh, we'll see where that where that takes us. And the following week, we'll have uh, Eva on to talk about leaky gut syndrome. So, Dr. Jerry, what parting words do you give this esteemed audience of ours today? No. <laughs> Real quickly, never trust a doctor who has dying plants in a reception room. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Ron, also, I did work on that. Work on that handwriting. You said you couldn't <laughs> read your own handwriting. Yeah, I've I know. Well, this, literally, I could not read my own handwriting. Sometimes, notes I've written. <laughs> well, I may. I try to make notes for the program. So I, I've been reading Ronald Reagan lately, and uh, my parting word is no arsenal and or no weapon in the arsenals of the, of the world is as formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. And never forget that we're, we, we are one nation under God. If we forget that, we will be one nation gone under. So ladies and gentlemen... Ronald Reagan to end the program. I thank you uh, for listening. Please spread the word. Please like us on Box Talk Radio. Please uh, go to our Facebook page, Doctor Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. If you, I know it's a it's a headache sometimes, but uh, it really helped the program. And if you care to leave a note at uh, docronradio at gmail dot com, we appreciate that. And uh, barring anything on. For seeing, we will see you next week and with an attitude of gratitude. See you then. Good night. Good night, Jerry. Good night, Dan. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on lockofthepopradio.com See you next week Ciao